0: Hello, I am Miki Kashtan, and this is the Conflict Hotline. What you say next can change your world. Tonight, we return to the topic of parenting. Both parents and children would love to find ways of navigating daily living with more connection and trust, and struggle mightily whenever disagreements arise. Tonight, we'll examine these dynamics in three different scenarios. In the studio with me today are Annette Zupke and Yanai Kashtan. And together, we're going to play a number of situations in role play. The first one is like this. Annette is going to play Michelle, mm-hmm. who is the mother. And Janai is going to play Tim, who is the child. How old are you, Tim? I'm five years old. OK, now let's watch what happens in the evening when Annette wants to go to a movie.
1: Oh, I hear the door ringing. Laura is coming. I'm going to leave now and see you tomorrow, no, I sweetie. I play with you. We're not playing tonight. I'm going out. I don't like theater. Please, just for once, be a good boy. But but I want to play with you. Don't be always so difficult for me. I want
0: to go now. Thank you. Let me stop you for a second. I'm confident that this is not the first time you're having this conversation. No, it's not. Has it ever worked to do it this way? Not really. Okay. And does this sound familiar to you? In a moment, we'll work with this situation and show how we can bring greater connection and mutual understanding to it. Conflict Hotline is a live program about the common challenges that we all face in our relationships, at home and in the world. It's about developing the capacity to face those situations with care for everyone and with more success. We're an all-volunteer effort and we are affiliated with Bay Area Nonviolent Communication. Everyone on the cast today is joining the show for the first time. If you'd like us to use your situation in a future show, please email us at conflicthotline at Now let's see what happens when we bring some consciousness and skills to this situation. Okay, so I, I, I want to talk with you for a moment. Mm-hmm. I, I'm getting a sense that it's really a tight moment in the day for you when you want to go out and he wants you to stay.
1: It is, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And it gets probably progressively more difficult the more you try to get him to understand. It, it's that and also i'm having a bad conscience aha because some part of you is not totally at peace with leaving him mm-hmm. okay so uh the thing that i see missing is you trying to explain and explain and explain to him i don't hear you trying to understand him even if you can't give him what he wants you can give him the space of being heard hm
1: can you do that i would like to try. Mm -hmm. The piece that I'm struggling with, and where I get the bad conscience, is that he says he doesn't like Laura. Mm -hmm. So So do you want to find out what that is about? Yeah.
0: So let's start from the top, and see what happens when he first says that he doesn't like
2: Laura.
1: Okay, so I'm I'm ready. I'm going to leave now. Laura's coming.
2: I I don't like Laura. I want to play with you. Laura's mean. She she doesn't play with me.
1: I really would like to understand. What is it about Laura? I mean, I hear you say she's well, mean. Well,
2: well, she she just sits there and she reads a book and 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 I'm just sitting there and she's just mean.
1: So you really would like to have some time with her where you can trust that she likes being with you?
2: But but she's mean. I I can't. She's mean. Mm. So well you know you
0: see what happens when you start listening you start getting information that you didn't have before so maybe it's not so much about is he a difficult boy but uh, more about is the situation
1: workable and hearing him say she's mean over and over again makes it even tougher for me to wanting to leave yeah of course mm.
0: yeah so um, Part of, the, 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 um, part of what's important is it's not so much about Laura, it's about what he wants. Hmm. He doesn't really trust Laura. Hmm. So I wouldn't even try to say, you know, do you want Laura uh, to play with you? Because it's not about Laura. He
1: wants, what, what is it that he really wants? Um, I'm guessing what he wants is to feel care. Mm-hmm.
0: Try that, ask him. Just put it in language that he can understand.
2: He's, after all, only five. Yeah.
1: So you really would like to have a nice evening and would like to be with somebody yeah, who loves you? Yeah, I
2: want to have fun. I want to have fun. And I don't, she just, she just ignores me.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. I want to have fun. And I, I want to
0: check with you, Tim. Do you have a sense this time that you're being heard a little? Yeah, this is the
2: first time this anything mm. like this has ever happened.
0: Yeah yeah so already we're we're in a slightly different world Hmm. and um you know so you can tell him what happens in you too Hmm.
1: so i'm hearing that you really would like to have somebody with you and you want to feel loved in the evening yeah but not laura yeah sweetie would you be willing to listen to me and I, i would like to share with you how it is for me when i hear you say that
2: Okay, can can Laura not come again?
0: Hmm. So, my sense is he's not yet ready to hear you. There yeah. is more there that... Um, and And I am imagining that part of what's going on is that you don't believe that you will ever be heard. No,
2: because it's never happened before. Yeah.
0: Hmm. And this is something that happens a lot where the dynamics between parents and children don't leave children with a sense of being heard. Hmm. And because they don't have the power to make what they happen to make what they want happen, it's an incredibly helpless situation.
2: Hmm.
0: Can you can you imagine what it's like where there's something you really don't want and you don't yeah. have the power yeah. to make it happen? Yeah, I get a sense of that. Yeah. So to see if you can reach more to understand what his experience is so that he really has a sense that you get it. Because mm. if he is repeating, anytime somebody is repeating something many times, it's because they still don't trust that they're being heard. Mm. Child or adult, same deal. Mm. So what do you think is, is something important that, that he wants to be heard about?
1: Um, my guess is that he would like to be included in making a choice. Try it out, ask him. I don't know, he's the only yeah. one who knows. So. Tim, I'm wondering if um, you really would like to decide with me together who is going yeah. to be with you in the evening when I'm y- leaving.
2: Yeah, I don't want. I don't want Laura.
1: Hmm.
2: I want you. I want you to play with me, hmm. and I wanna. I
1: wanna decide that. Hmm. So you really want to be with somebody that you love and trust, and where you feel comfortable with. Yeah.
0: You're. You're much more together now. Do you hmm. feel that too? Yeah. Is was there relief? Huge relief. Yeah. Hmm. So, what, what, what's your sense of what can solve the problem? For this evening? Or, like... So, for this evening, the, there's always the question, how negotiable
1: are you about leaving? Hmm. You may not be. Yeah, I'm, I'm having the sense I'm not. I'm really anxious of wanting to leave. There's something important for mm-hmm. me
0: tonight. So then the question is, can you, with integrity, tell him that um, you know, you're glad to know more about what's happening with Laura and why he doesn't like her, and you really want to solve that problem, and you can't do it tonight, and you, you'll, you know, you'll talk about it the next morning and promise something that you can stand behind, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Try it out, see what happens.
1: Okay, so I think I eventually understand what it's about for you. And I really would like to make a change with you. Yeah. Um, yet not tonight. Tonight is... Th-
2: that's, tr- what you, that's what you always say. Uh, not... <sighs> and, then, and then Laura comes and she's mean and mm. I'm sad. So
1: it's, it's really difficult for you to trust that she's, this time... Laura's mean. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Big dilemma. This is a really, really, really intense dilemma.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How do you really hold everybody, ne- everybody's needs in their question? Mm.
1: So what's coming to me now, is, as it is still important for me to go out, I would like to give it a try to ask if there's anybody else mm-hmm. but Laura. <coughs> Whom my son could think of spending the evening Mm -hmm. while I'm gone. Try it out. Um, So Tim, it's also important to me that you feel comfortable and that you have a nice evening. And I also want to go out tonight. So I wonder, is there anybody else that you could imagine to spend the evening with, that you would have fun with?
2: Well, um... I guess Bob is a little better than Laura. He, he actually plays with me. He, mm. Laura just sits there and reads her book, mm. but he'll actually play with me. Mm-hmm. So do you have a sense now that you're being
0: included in solving the problem together? Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's really the, the core thing, mm. because what the solution is might change, and it might not even work, but the sense of being together on this is what
1: builds the trust. Mm. Yeah, I also feel b- way more comfortable now. Mm-hmm, yeah. So you're gonna
0: call Bob and hopefully Bob is available and we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. So now let's just uh, cut and have just a little bit of the conversation that you have
1: the next day. hmm okay. So Tim, did you have a nice evening yesterday night?
2: It was okay. Mhm was better than Laura
1: okay so hearing that I really would like to make sure that next time it's more than just okay for you and I would like us to spend some time and go through different ways of how we could arrange that would you like to tell me what would be your most preferred option and the nights when I have to do something else
2: well maybe we can find someone even nicer than Bob Mm because Because he's okay, but I really want to have fun. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't want it to be okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I want you to have fun too. It's important to me.
2: Good.
0: Isn't that conversation completely different mm-hmm. from the fighting and bickering that you've had before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to hear from you. Um, what was it like for you to have her express things to you in this different way? What happened?
2: Well suddenly I didn't didn't even care that much if I had to spend an even evening with Laura cuz mm-hmm. I knew that that she really understood where I was coming from and what I was needing. Mm-hmm. So that that was the main part. Yeah. After that it didn't really matter.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of like Laura becomes the 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 reason that he stays there because um, that he keeps saying about Laura because it's it's really a placeholder for being heard. Mm, okay. Mm. And I I also have a sense that in this way you also are getting more heard too. Because by hearing him, there's more room for him to understand, you know, and accept that you need to go. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a big challenge about that at all. It's yeah. M-
1: it felt much easier.
0: Yeah. Mm. So wondering, what did you learn? From this,
1: what um, what's something that will stay with you? Definitely, the piece around checking first um, and to look together for what could be the possible options mm-hmm. that both of us have. In good evening, and particularly because I also realize that it's easier for me to leave when I know that you feel mm-hmm. happy. Yeah,
0: that is hugely important. Mm-hmm. And so easy to gloss over when you're just anxious and just trying to yeah. just basically push him away so that you can go and do your thing. And then it doesn't feel good inside. Mm-hmm. You go, but it doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else that either of you wants to add before we take a break?
2: Well, I just... was really powerful how once we had created a connection, Laura didn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, an evening with Laura wasn't that bad anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. I also have one other thought, which is Laura is also a human being and could be talked with
2: mm-hmm.
0: about um, what this is about for her. Maybe she is kind of like doesn't know what to do mm-hmm. with Tim, and if you give her some ideas about what things Tim likes, she might be different. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know. But just talking about it, who knows what the options are? Yeah, it's worth trying. Okay, so let's take a short break and when we come back, we'll be doing an interview with Yanai Kashtan. (music) Welcome back to the Conflict Hotline. This month we're looking again at the topic of parenting. Before we get back to our next scenario, I wanted to interview Yanai about what it has been like for him to grow up in a household where NVC principles and practices are the foundation of family life. And Yanai, by the way, is my nephew. Hi Yanai. Hi. So, um, I've heard you say, refer to yourself as the product of an NVC system. So can you say a little bit about what that means to you?
2: Sure. Well, um, both of my parents are NVC trainers, and we just hold NVC values as really deeply and everyone's needs matter even if not all the time everyone's needs are met so yeah that's, that's
0: do one. you have like an example of when is a time when you trust that your needs matter even though they're not met do you have an example of that
2: I yes actually a, a long time ago I was running down some stairs and I fell and hit my head on concrete and we actually had a plane to catch later that day and I really didn't want to go to the hospital, but you know, my parents said, "Like you're going to the hospital, and that's what's happening." But it was still, still clear that my needs mattered, even though they weren't being taken into—well, they weren't being met in that particular situation.
0: What gave you the sense? How did you know that they mattered?
2: Um, because previously. My needs had always been taken into consideration, and they said, you know, while it was happening, that it's not what they want to do, but it's what they should do for my safety. Mm -hmm. So So they
0: communicated to you their their care for your for your needs.
2: Yeah, and that combined with previous knowledge of, you know, the fact that my needs do matter to them, was enough to Mm -hmm. make me really Mm -hmm. know that my needs did matter in that moment.
0: So, what are the benefits of growing up in this particular way?
2: Well, um, you. I don't think I've stayed mad for at my parents for a very long time at all. And that is a really big plus. And I just. Mm-hmm. There's just so much ease and communication that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, even, even if your needs aren't met then you know that your needs are you, your needs matter to everybody who's involved and that is really important because you can you can still love whoever you're you know with even though your needs mm-hmm. aren't being met
0: mhm and have there been any kind of like um, downsides any way that you think that growing up in this way is a problem
2: well I'd say it gets worse when there are more people involved, but I remember one time at um, NVC Family Camp when there was some decision to be made. I forget what it was. And there were many, many, many different opinions. And I felt at the time like we could just work through it, not using NVC in much, much less time than using NVC. It took several hours. Mm -hmm. And that's a downside on the... at the moment but in the long run you have connection throughout the you know with the people and I would say ultimately it's a plus so I would say in short term yes there are some downsides but in the long term not really
0: and is there any way that you feel different from other kids where it gets sometimes awkward or unusual or something
2: well I don't I don't think it gets awkward because I I can kind of speak both languages, I think. Uh-huh. So, it doesn't really get awkward, but a lot of times, in my head, sometimes I'm translating what other kids are saying to each other into, mm-hmm. you know, NVC. So
0: And and you do that so that you can understand them better.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and so maybe I can mediate, or
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, at least understand both sides, which is really important, I think.
0: Do you have um, any advice that you could give parents Um, if they want to transform their relationships with their children?
2: Sure. One is always remember that your kids' needs matter and always try to find a strategy that will meet as many needs as possible because there's always a strategy that will meet the most needs possible. Mm -hmm. Um, Also if, if you have a demand of your kids such as we're going to the hospital because you have a big bump on your head don't try to sugarcoat it and make it seem like a request. If mm. it's a demand, it's a demand, and hopefully your kid will actually understand that. Especially if you don't, if that doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. If every other thing is a demand, then in then, what way are the ki- right. are the child's needs taken into consideration?
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. And also, another thing is, in the moment, if you're having some dispute, maintaining the connection with your kid is over the long term is almost always far more important than getting your way in that one situation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So keep the connection over getting your way, I would say.
0: Mm -hmm. Thank you. And how about for children? Do you have any advice for children if their parents don't practice NVC?
2: Yeah, well, if if you can understand the needs behind what they're saying to you in non-NVC language, and you understand that they want the best for you, and their strategy for meeting your needs and their needs is is just not what you would like. But you can understand that your needs matter to them ultimately. Mm-hmm. Then, if they it doesn't matter how they speak to you, you can respond mm-hmm. with NBC understanding what their needs are, mm-hmm. and a lot of times that will immediately break all the tension, mm-hmm. and you'll have be able to have a real conversation, you know, as equals.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, and the uh, next is, uh, I understand you're being homeschooled.
2: I am. Have been uh, whole can you
0: describe a typical day?
2: Well, what I like about homeschooling is there really isn't a typical day. But um, some, some things I'm, I'm into right now, I'm, I'm really into chemistry right now, and uh, math and physics, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a lot of what I do, is I, I do chemistry experiments and...
0: And you do it on your own? Do you have uh, you anybody know, that helps you? How does it work? For the more
2: dangerous experiments, I have um, some parents or adult friends around. But a lot of it I do alone. Um, and
0: yeah. how do you learn? How do you know what's happening? How do you even know what experiments to do?
2: Well, I, I, do, have, I do work from books and from you know just uh, great science sites on the Internet. Mm-hmm. and. For especially like math, I like to have some external validation every once in a while, so like I took, you know, I I would take a star test, not that I have to, which is great, but if I want to, or like the SAT or something like that, just to have some external validation Mm -hmm. that, you know, I'm on track, and then then it's good.
0: Do you have any other interests or projects that you are um, pursuing other than uh, science?
2: Sure. Well, I'm, I'm really into theater. I've been in many plays, uh some at the Berkeley Playhouse. Mm-hmm. So that's another passion of mine. Mm-hmm. Science, math, and theater I'd say are the biggest biggest ones. Maybe writing a little bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: Anything else you'd like to share with our audience?
2: Yeah, well, if I would say that to for NVC the the most important thing m- most important one thing you can do is just Understand that everyone's needs matter. And even even if some situation, in some situation, not everyone's needs are going to be met, you have to take everyone's needs into consideration.
0: Thank you very much. And now we're going to take another break. And when we come back, we're going to go to our next scenario. Stay tuned. It does
3: not matter anyway. No, it does not matter
0: anyway. Hi, welcome back to the Conflict Hotline. Uh, Annette is back with us, and I want to introduce also Matt Zwire, who is joining us for this scenario. Matt is going to play Austin. How old are you, Austin?
3: I'm nine years old.
0: Thank you. And Annette is going to play Cynthia. How old are you, Cynthia?
3: I'm
1: 13.
0: And Janai is going to play Harold, who is the dad. Okay, so um, it's a very simple situation. Uh, you will understand it right away because I'm sure you've seen many of them.
3: Cynthia, the board's ready. Come on, let's go play Monopoly.
1: Oh, please get out of my room. I'm reading.
3: You, you said we were going to play Monopoly. I'm I, ready to play.
1: I didn't say that. I want to read now. can you just
2: stop fighting? Okay, who
1: started it? Just... He just we, came into my room. She said we were going to play Monopoly. Guys, you have to learn to get along. I, I don't want to get along. I want to read.
3: But she told me she okay, was going to play Okay, stop bothering together. your sister.
1: Stop telling stories about me. I never said stop. that. I, yes, she did. She told me she was going to play monopony with That's
2: not true. Tell the truth.
0: Okay. okay, so this is not going very far, is it? I can see you are getting all upset and they are escalating. So this is a typical situation that happens between siblings. So, um, let's see if we can try to address it differently. Maybe you can try um, to support them in hearing each other. Okay. You need a moment of understanding for you, just the the amount of tension that it is to have your children constantly fighting with each other, when you want just peace and...
2: I just want peace and harmony.
0: Yeah. Ready? Yep. So it's gonna start again.
3: Cynthia, come on, the board's ready, let's go. Please go out of my room, I wanna read. But you said we were gonna play Monopoly now. I
1: didn't say we played Monopoly.
3: Yes, you did. Wait, I
2: didn't. Guys, so I'm hearing there's some conflict here. And um, so, Austin, you wanna play Monopoly with your sister?
3: Yeah, she said we were gonna play Monopoly, so I came so, over because so we're gonna go play Monopoly. So she
2: promised to play Monopoly with you? Yeah. And um, Cynthia, you're just wanting just time alone to read.
1: Yeah, I want to relax.
2: Yeah, okay. And so I'm just thinking, so you're just wanting to relax and he's coming in and he wants to play Monopoly with you and you don't want to play Monopoly with
1: him. Right. And I never said that, that I wanted to play this game.
2: Austin, so do you think that maybe...
0: I think this is a little premature. Okay. Because I think that they maybe are having some sense that you're hearing them, do you? Do you have a sense that he's hearing you? Some. How about you, do you have a sense that he's hearing you? I I feel hurt, yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, there is a reason why Austin is less trusting. Because first of all, she was the last person you heard. So it's going to be harder for him. Second, um, he's younger, and as a younger, many times younger brothers are told to you know buzz off even by the parents to leave alone the older so uh, he needs to have a little bit more trust that you really understand his his situation so let's let's try that first
2: okay so austin you just really want to play monopoly and have some connection with your older sister right
3: yeah yeah i mean she said we were going to play earlier and and I don't, I don't know why she's saying no now. I mean, I yeah. was, we were going to play Monopoly. It was going to be fun. you really want
2: connection, and you really want to have fun.
0: Yeah, I, I yeah.
3: mean, I love Monopoly. It's one of my favorite board games. I think there's also
0: one more thing, which is he, I think he wants to be believed. Yeah. He wants to be trusted,
2: mm-hmm.
0: because, you know, he's saying it many times, and again, like I said in the previous scenario, when somebody repeats something and repeats it and repeats it, it's because they don't feel heard. Right. So there is something about the piece about, did she say it or did she not, that is really, really, really intense for him. So see if you can uh, try to connect with that too.
2: Okay, so, so I'm hearing that you, you remember that um, she promised to play Monopoly with you. Yeah. And you really want her to follow up on that promise.
3: Yeah, I mean, she's, I mean she said she was gonna play Monopoly with yeah. me, so we should play Monopoly. Right,
2: yeah, I understand. So you're just wanting, you're wanting to be able to trust her word. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did did he get it this time? Do you feel hurt now?
3: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Okay. Now, so that's the the first order of business. If um, uh, you know, if you if you have siblings. Uh, the two kids that are fighting with each other is the first thing is for them to have a sense that you hear them. And you've already gone a long distance because you didn't say you're the younger you should, you're the older you should, none of that. You just gave each of them a piece of hearing. So they trust you, but they don't yet trust each other. So if you're gonna ask them to solve a problem before there's trust, remember what you said in in your interview, connection comes first. Until there's connection, they can't solve the problem together. So how are you gonna help them connect with each other?
2: So, Cynthia, I'm, I'm wondering if you can understand that you're really wanting re- relaxation and reading. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if you could just say, say to me what you think that your brother is wanting right now.
1: Well, he wants to play his favorite board game. Yeah. And he, wanna play, he wants to play it with me. Yeah. And so I just am curious,
0: I want to check whether or not she agrees or, or whatever does it feel good to have her just say that
3: yes yeah definitely it, especially the fact that she emphasized wants to play it with me mm-hmm. because it's not it's not just about I just want to play the game yeah I want to mm-hmm. play it with her
0: yeah so she got it and there's a relief even though she's still not wanting to give it to you this is so important that there's something about being heard and understood that gives us relief regardless of whether we're going to get what we want mm-hmm. so now let's see um if you can get him to do the same thing.
2: Yeah. So, Austin, I'm wondering if you could just just tell me what you think that your sister is is wanting right now.
3: She uh, she wants to to just be alone in her room reading her book or or whatever and and not have me there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Is that true?
1: Yeah. Okay. And it feels really good to hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
2: you kind of understand you kind of understand where the other is coming from now. Mm-hmm. So, Cynthia, I'm wondering if there's some way that you can think of honoring your needs and your needs for relaxation and alone time, Mm -hmm. and his needs for connection with you, Mm. so that both of you come out happy with the situation.
1: So connection with me at a later point? would be something I can see.
2: So let's see if if that works for him.
1: Uh, Before you even check
0: with him, I just want to highlight how important it is that you named all the needs so that he hears his need, she hears her need, and you're inviting her to hold both just by the way that you're asking. That is such an important thing, Mm -hmm. because then it's not easy for you to just say, I don't care about him anymore.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now let's, yeah. Austin, I'm wondering if you could meet your Monopoly um, desire right now by maybe inviting some friends over to play, and you could you could also have the connection with your sister that you want by maybe um, I don't know. Uh, what what do you think? What would you like to do with her that would satisfy that need for connection?
3: Um, I, I mean, I'd like to play Monopoly with her. I mean, mm-hmm. that's why is I, there that's why I asked her.
2: Right. So she's she is. It sounds like she's open to having connection with you, but she really doesn't want to play Monopoly. So is there anything else that that would meet your need for conne- for connection?
3: Uh, I mean, if there's if there's something else we can like another game that she likes more than Monopoly, maybe. hmm Um. And yeah, I I bet like
0: anything that. that even if you don't like any game just the fact that he's willing to entertain another game that he gets it that you uh, that he's open to it it makes it easier for you to want to give him what he wants doesn't it that and
1: that i hear that i'm out of it for now yeah i can do what i want to yeah yeah
0: so do we have a solution Uh
3: so
2: so Cynthia, is, is, there, is there another game that you would want to play with your brother that you
1: like more than Monopoly? Yeah, um, I think we have this very nice memory game and I would like to play that after dinner maybe.
3: Okay, Okay. I like that game. It's a fun game.
2: Yeah. And, and now, Austin, I'm just wondering, do you trust that, that your sister after, after dinner, do you think that she'll play that game with you?
3: more than when sh- more than when she said she would play monopoly with me yeah
2: <laughs> and, and,
3: and 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 i'm you'll you'll i mean you'll make sure that she does
2: yeah i i can i can make sure i can try to make sure that she does yeah
3: you
1: can actually play with us
2: if would that make it more fun for you yeah how about you mhm i excellent. can make that happen excellent
0: thank you so, um, I'd like to um, see if you want to just try to solve it, you know, to kind of like rewind and see if you can solve this on your own without your
3: father helping. Will I you be helping? Yes. Okay. Cynthia, come on, the board game's ready. We're going to go play Monopoly now.
1: We're going to do what?
3: We're gonna play Monopoly now, come on, let's go. It's ready.
1: Uh, I'm actually sitting here reading. I don't wanna play Monopoly now.
3: But you said we were gonna play Monopoly together.
1: So let's
0: pause for a second because you're about to run through the scenario as it was before. So now the point is what can we do to get to a place where both
1: your needs and his needs are on the table? Um, I think what would help would just tell him that I hear that he really wants to do something mm-hmm. and he would like to do something with me now mm-hmm. and then I want to quickly say that I would like to do something different
0: the, the more quickly you say it the less useful okay is the reflection because if the reflection has a butt over it mm-hmm. it's not going to um, do anything for him. Okay, so then I would choose to reflect and see what happens. Mm-hmm. I like that approach. Uh, just uh, try that, and then uh, and then we'll wrap up the the scenario. So, um,
1: Austin, it sounds like you really want to play with me now. It's something that you look forward to and want to have some quite nice time with me
3: yeah d- yeah i want to yeah i got the board all set up to so i
0: want to know if 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 you you felt heard if there was any sense of difference from the way that it usually runs because i bet this is not like the first time that this has happened right
3: yes definitely not the yes so um definitely felt heard and the and the difference was uh mainly her tone mm-hmm. it wasn't uh you're nagging me and go away tone yeah it was Let's talk about this for a second.
0: Great, thank you for, mm. for naming that. And I, I want to ask all of you to, to kind of like reflect on what st- stands out to you. What did, what did you learn from this that you find useful?
3: Um, um, even though someone is nine, year old, nine years old, using these sort of tactics and I don't want to say tactic tools and sort of treating them to the same as you would a, as an adult really, really works. Mm-hmm. And part of part of for me, what made it so much easier to calm down and uh, really cooperate was uh, getting respect from and listening from my father, mm-hmm. and given some amount of power mm-hmm. in that whether it was coming up with an idea of what I want to do mm-hmm. or a choice over yeah. what I want to do, because so little do children get to choose yeah. what it is they get to do, and they love doing that.
0: So being invited to be part of the solution was very important for you. Definitely.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: How about you? Um, when we did that, without the help of our father, I realized that it also serves me to relax mm-hmm. and to lose tension when I first reflect, and it slows down things. Thank you. And you,
0: Harold?
2: Anything? Well, yeah, I mean, the, the minute that they could understand each other, it was all downhill from there. The minute, And the minute they could break down the strategies down to what the underlying needs are, then they could understand each other. Mm-hmm. So that's really important.
0: And like you said in the interview, there was a strategy that could meet more needs. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I I really liked that experience of everybody participating in solving the problem as human beings and not as a nine-year-old, 13-year-old, or dad. Okay, we're going to take uh, one more break and come back to one more scenario in a minute. Welcome back to the Conflict Hotline. I'm Miki Kashtan, and I'm back with Annette and Yanai for our final role play. And uh, this time, Annette is going to be Tina, mm-hmm. the mother. And Yanai is going to be Greg, who is uh,
2: older, 18. 18, yes. Yeah. OK, and let's see what happens. So I just got enough money, and I'm going to go get uh, my motorcycle.
1: You're going to yeah. get what?
2: My motorcycle, I'm going to get a motorcycle. I just got enough money.
1: Yeah, and you can save that money till the day you leave the house, because as long as you live under my roof, there is no motorcycle.
2: No, I'm getting, I'm getting a motorcycle. I, I see. It's my
1: money. Right, it's your money. And as long as you live with me, you can save that money in the account. I'm, I'm going to
2: wear a helmet. I'm going to drive under the speed limit. And
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: This is a tough situation. Mm-hmm. It is it's very very tough and I see that you you're getting all riled up and you're going to make a case for yourself Mm -hmm. and you there's just no room for you to even hear anything
1: about it no no way Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. so this is going to be tough when it's really non-negotiable it's going to be really tough to create a sense of connection and it's going to require a lot of work from you to maintain your clarity and to maintain openness to where he is, because you could see the excitement on his face. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you understand what that excitement is about.
1: Yeah. It's about, I, I'm guessing it's a sense of freedom and mm-hmm. making choices and have some adventure. Yeah. Mm.
0: So the part of what's tough here is that, um, It's very important when you are reflecting something to a child that you don't do it in a way that is kind of like, I'm going to reflect what you say so that you change your mind. Mm. Um, So there is an honesty that you need to have here that, you know, I, right in the moment, I absolutely don't see this as an option and I do want to connect with you at the same time. So that it's very clear that you are connecting, but not necessarily going to change your mind.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You want to try that? Try to hear him mm-hmm. first, or try to uh, try to come yeah. from a place of connection instead of, yeah, not under my roof. Okay, I try. Mm-hmm.
2: So I just saved up enough money to get my motorcycle.
1: Wow, you seem pretty excited about that.
2: Yeah, I, I just saved up enough money to get it.
1: Yeah. Isn't that really cool? I mean, I am i don't know. I mean, I see your excitement and at the same time I'm sensing a lot of tension and fear inside. You don't
2: need to be worried. I'm going to wear a helmet. I'm going to go under the speed limit. I'm not going to like go in between the lanes mm-hmm. or anything. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to like, I'm going to be totally safe. I'm going to be total, you know me, I'm responsible. Yeah. I'm safe. I I'm going to be safe and responsible.
0: So I'm worried that you're going down the line of giving him a sense that you are hearing him and might shift. And and I want you to find a way to express your clarity mm-hmm. and, the, and, the, and the dilemma that you're in, instead of making it look like you're all nice and listening to him. And then it's going to be very hard for him to trust you. Mm. Do, do you see what I mean?
1: I think I do, yeah. Yet I'm so tight about it because I'm so worried mm-hmm. that it's difficult right now to find. Then, then I wouldn't go the
0: the route of listening to him. Mm-hmm. Then I would say, I really see that you are very excited, mm-hmm. and I can't even hear it because I'm so scared, and I want you to hear me first.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. He's eighteen. You can ask him to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brings me a relief to try this option. Mm-hmm.
2: So I I saved up enough money to get my motorcycle, and like you want to like go down to the dealership and
1: Wow, it sounds it. pretty excited, and you really would yeah, like to. Yeah, I, s-
2: I just I just got enough money.
1: Um, Greg, I see your excitement, and um, my dilemma is that I'm also feeling a lot of tension and it's, it's anxiety. Okay. inside. I'm, I'm, I'm safe. I'm uh, going to can you hu- please listen to me first?
2: Fine, can but you fin- have to listen to me afterwards.
1: I'm happy to listen to you and in this moment I'm just not able because I'm so... So you
2: can't listen to me afterwards?
1: In, in this moment I can't.
2: So in the next moment you
1: will be able to? I will be willing to listen to you and I would like to listen to you. But right now I would like to share what's going on inside me. Okay. okay?
0: And what I'm, the way that I'm assessing the situation is he's giving you the space to speak, but he's also stretching quite a bit yeah. to even listen to you, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so, get straight to the point. The, the core of the matter, just as core and as honest and as authentic as it is for you. Don't dress it up. Mm. because you don't have a lot of time. Yeah.
1: Um, So, what I would like you to know is that um, I'm not happy with the idea of you buying a motorcycle.
2: Right, but I'm gonna be safe about it.
1: And I'm... You drive a car. How safe is that? And I'm still not done yet I would like to say a bit more can you hold it for a moment yeah and and given how hard
0: it is for him you can acknowledge acknowledge you know I I, I hear what mm-hmm. you're saying about being responsible mm-hmm. and you can even acknowledge if it is true that you know he has been responsible and you still have things to say that you want him to hear and that Just being acknowledged might give him just a little bit more space to hear you because Mm -hmm. there really isn't a whole lot of space
1: both of you are very charged here Um, Well, before I go on I would like to say um, that I'm really happy that you try to make space to listen to me and I also want you to to know that I am so grateful that I know that you're responsible and I uh, often I just I am full of trust Mm -hmm. when it comes to your choices and yet, this one, this one is different, um, it's just... How
2: is it different? It's a, it's a potentially dangerous situation. Exactly. And I've been in many other potentially ja- dangerous situations and I'm responsible.
1: Yeah. And
2: and look, I've got all my limbs, I'm fine.
1: And I want that to continue. And with a motorcycle, I'm just not trusting it. And it's not because of the choices that you make, but there are more people outside on the road.
2: There are more and people really outside on the road when you drive a
1: car. And even though I see your excitement, I would like to take it slow and I really would like us to take more time to look at it and to connect around it a bit more.
0: I am really, really liking the way that you're navigating it mm-hmm. and I just want to check with you. I know that you're all charged up and you want to do it and you're frustrated and all of that, but do you get that she's trusting you? Yeah, and, I do. And that, that she really wants to connect?
2: Yeah, for sure. And yet, even with that, I'm still yeah, really, really, really frustrated, and want to get that motorcycle. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's, let's now switch yeah. and see if there is something that you can do when you come to talk to her to even make room to get a hearing. Mm-hmm. You can imagine, you know, even if this didn't happen, you can imagine because y- your friends have had situations with their parents, you can imagine how scared she would be. So maybe there's a different way that you can even approach it. Okay. You want to try?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Rewind. Okay, so I just got enough money to to get the motorcycle that I've been wanting. And I'm wondering, like, you want to go down and get down to the dealership and get it... Can we
1: slow down it a bit? I... What do you mean? (sighs) You're coming in here with a lot of excitement
0: and... So she's doing the work still. And I don't yep. want her to have to do the work. Right now, I want you to imagine that you have a mother that doesn't know anything about NVC. Okay. Use the advice. Use the advice that you gave uh, children in the interview. Okay. Start from the top.
2: So I just got enough money to, to get the motorcycle. And I was, I was wondering if we'd you know, go down to the dealership and pick it out. And
1: I don't think I get you. What do you mean? Money, motorcycle, going right yeah. now?
2: So so are you are you worried about about the motorcycle what are you worried about
1: i'm you know what i don't like is that you come with this idea that i don't remember we've ever talked about it and i would like to have some time to share with you what's going on inside of me when i hear you wanting to buy a motorcycle okay okay one
0: more thing which is i'd like you to just Um, uh, act in the same way that you acted in the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And I want to see if you can hear her care for you through her saying, not under my roof. Mm Yeah.
1: A motorcycle? Not as long as you stay with us. As long as you live here, there is no way that you buy a motorcycle.
2: So I'm hearing you have a lot of concern with me getting a motorcycle. and And you're wanting at all costs for me not to get a motorcycle.
0: Let's go to the need. Okay. Why does she not want you to get a motorcycle? She
2: wants me to be safe. Say that. Okay.
0: That's, that's what will give her a sense of being understood.
2: So I'm hearing that you're really concerned for my safety? I am. Yeah.
0: There you go. And now you're starting to bridge the gap. Yeah. Do you, do you feel more at ease when he understands the safety? Much more. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So, and you're just worried that a motorcycle is so unsafe that it, it wouldn't matter what I would do, it's just
1: unsafe. Yeah, there yeah. are so many people out there that, you know, we've seen so many accidents and I really want you to be safe. Mm-hmm. And
0: so, um, we are going to leave this in the middle because um, um, we are getting uh, close to the end and uh, it's, um, it's not something that can be resolved with uh, complete ease at this point. Mm-hmm. But I have confidence that if you carry it out this way, um, one of three things will happen. Mm -hmm. Either you will shift and find enough trust in his responsibility, Mm -hmm. or you will really get it, that it's not about you, that, that a motorcycle is just too vulnerable, even if you are safe, that other people are beyond your control and, and you don't have the protection of a car.
2: And again, I just I want to point out that I'm just you know, really now realizing it's not about the motorcycle. It's mm-hmm. about wanting to be trusted,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. so if there's and some other way. Exactly, and then I was going to say, or there can be a third thing where both of you come up with something that will give you that sense of you know, fun and power and independence and um, competence Um, without compromising safety that you can both be happy with Mm -hmm. okay so um, I'm just curious what you got from this scenario or from anything what stands out to you
1: that you learned today yeah from this last scenario I definitely learned um, how important it is to slow down and Mm -hmm. to really take time to look at all the different angles. What is in there for you? Why is it so important for you? Because mm-hmm. it was heartbreaking to see your excitement and then to squeeze it with my fear for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And so really, yeah, sitting down and taking time.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about for you? Again, just, yeah, taking time and realizing that, that it wasn't about the motorcycle and, you know, whatever real life scenario there is, it's probably not about that one thing. It's mm-hmm. probably something else deeper.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and, and the the thing that stands out to me, particularly in this scenario, is how difficult it is to navigate a situation when both parties are really charged and how you, you just have very little windows yeah. for each person to be heard. And yet with each little window, there is a little growth in the window for the next time. You, you kind of like build it and then there's a little bit more space. Hmm. So. Um, Thank you. This is uh, the end of our time together. If you liked what you saw today and want to learn these tools, call our organization, Bay Area Nonviolent Communication, or look at our website for training opportunities in the Bay Area, in other places, or from your home. Our contact information is repeated at the end of this program. You can also make a donation to support the production of this show on our website. Also, we love to hear your feedback. Please write to us, please send us your comments or scenarios you would like us to role play. Send them to conflicthotline at baynvc.org. Before we go, we want to thank our role players, Annette, Yanai and Matt, and the all-volunteer crew. We are planning to take a break for the summer, so we won't be back with another show until October. Hope you can stand this. We hope you'll join us then on October 6th at 7.30 p.m. Until then, you can watch past episodes of our show at youtube.com slash bnvc. Have a great summer. See you in October. I am Miki Kashtan. I
2: take
1: a deep, dark breath of my fear. Breathe out compassion to myself. I take
0: a deep, dark breath of your fear. Breathe out compassion to you. And the next breath is for all the people who can relate to me and you. Mm -hmm. You cannot see eye to eye, won't you step up with me and try? Drop the fences down, find the common ground, take a deep breath.